community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. now and happy hump day thanks for being up and at him my name is adam montiel rain yeah well you can see what's about to go down a lot of it is about to come down a couple different storms in fact the only thing we could do to sort this out bring in john Lindsay. we will have meteorologist john Lindsay. he will be up and at him in our lo-fi headlines to talk all about it also we will talk to actor comedian mark critch he is a canadian he's probably one of the most famous comedians in canada it's on a show for well over a decade called uh, This Hour is 22 Minutes, kind of just informally known as 22 Minutes, but he's also the star of Son of a Critch. It's a show on The CW put together by the folks who did The Office, uh, Shit's Creek, so really talented people running the show. And he's playing his dad, but the show, the show is about his life. Mark Critch will be up and at him later. Great guy, really enjoyed learning more about him and can't wait to share the conversation with him. Before we get into our lo-fi headlines, let's thank our friends at Tin City Distillery, located in one of the hottest tasting locations, Tin City. Tin City Distillery is open for tastings of their spirits, and they're, they're also a cocktail bar. Get in there seven days a week. You can take tours of the distillery on the weekend. The spirits are, well, they're of the highest caliber. They know what they're doing. Their brandy is made from some of the best vineyards in Paso. Their canned cocktails, elevated and refreshing. Learn about them online, tincitydistillery.com. Follow them on Insta at Tin City Distillery. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. Here's a great KSBY headline. How Slows Buy Local Bonus Program brought nearly $950,000, almost a million bucks, to local retailers in just 30 days. A well over 20% increase than last year, the city of San Luis Obispo partnered with the Slow Chamber of Commerce for a fourth year in a row to help incentivize local shopping and support small businesses with the Buy Local Bonus Program. City officials say the program ran from November 24th to December 24th and brought in just under a million bucks. The city invested 125,000 bucks by purchasing $25 gift cards from various local businesses. The gift cards were then offered to shoppers as a reward for spending $100 or more supporting local retailers in the city of Slow. Of course, after buy local bonus came eat local bonus, which has been going on all month long and ends today. Great job for the city of Slope, supporting businesses in town. All right, before we talk weather and with John Lindsay, does this sound like a good food combo? Or are these two things like fine on their own, but just no, not together? A major food brand desperately wants us to start dipping our pizza in dot, 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 guacamole. Hormel Foods owns the brand Holy Guacamole, and they are behind the push. They did a poll that found 74% of us would reach for guacamole at a Super Bowl party, and 91% would reach for pizza, but only 17% have tried them together. Now they're holding a contest and launched a website called guacafypizza.com. 250 fans in San Francisco and Kansas City will win free pizza and guacamole on Super Bowl Sunday. So is this just a dumb marketing thing, or does guac on pizza actually sound good to you? I mean, it's worth a try, I guess. I don't know. Another related WTF, what the food news, Jif is giving away jars of peanut butter to keep Super Bowl fans from wasting celery. They're calling it their ploy to save the celery campaign. I haven't had it in a minute, but I do like me some Jif. Stick a spoon right in that beast. Super Bowl Sunday is February 11th. 
Okay, rain. Lots of rain. Maybe I think we're even breaking out the word atmospheric rivers once again. And when this storm's done, we got a bigger one coming up by the weekend. And when that's done, who knows, Valentine's Day. So to sort it all out for us, the one and only John Lindsay, meteorologist, is up and Adam. Adam, thank you for having me on your show. All right, so we got a lot of rain coming. That's why we got to get John Lindsay on the phone. Of course, the articles and following John on social media is an absolute must, whether it's on X or Insta. What do we see coming? How many of these? And is it going to last a long time and pack a big punch, John Lindsay? Well, I think it's going to definitely um, last for a fair amount of time and definitely pack a, a big punch. Um, right now, I'm looking at the 500 millibar upper level chart, and that's the winds at about uh, 18,000 feet or so in altitude. And uh, you're looking at the Pacific Ocean, the entire Pacific, uh, from Japan all the way to California, there's a very strong jet stream. I mean, it, right now it's about 120 miles per hour at 18,000 feet, and then over 20,000 are actually over 200 miles per hour wow. at 28,000 feet. That's why you're hearing these these jet liners leaving Japan and making it to Los Angeles in 10 hours or so. Right. And actually with their true ground speed or their ground speed over over 800 miles per hour, which is faster than the, the, the speed of sound. So darn remarkable. And, and Ray Strange, who was my mentor, uh, down in Santa Barbara, he's told me, you saw westerly winds like this and stand by, batten down the hatches. You're going to be in for some really stormy conditions. And sure enough, we certainly will be in some stormy conditions. So um, this weekend was absolutely gorgeous. Yes. With temperatures mid-70s, yeah, throughout the Central Coast. And it's going to be a whiplash weather pattern because for today, uh, we'll start seeing increasing Southerly winds, uh, probably getting up to gale force levels, and then by this evening through tonight, uh, we'll have uh, moderate to heavy rain, and this uh, moderate to heavy rain will continue through Thursday morning. At this time, we're expecting between one to three inches in most central coast locations, with up to three inches of rain in the coastal mountains due to orographic uh, enhancement. In fact, maybe up to five inches of rain, uh, correct myself on that. And then uh, showers will continue right through Friday. We'll have a bit of a break in the weather on Saturday, but then by Saturday night, an even stronger storm system uh, will be moving to the central coast. And this particular system has the potential to produce storm force winds. And what we're talking about, Adam, is probably winds up in the 60, 65 mile per hour levels oh, along the coastline and 50 to 55 miles per hour further inland. So very strong winds indeed. And along with the winds will be extraordinarily heavy rain as both of these systems will be tapping to a plume of subtropical moisture originating in from Hawaii. Uh, uh, the current uh, terminology for that would be atmospheric river and AR. Uh, back in the older days when I was learning meteorology, we called this the Pineapple Express. Now, it's a little early to, to really say for sure uh, how much rain the secondary system will produce, but right now it's uh, probably looking between three to five inches for most Central Coast locations. Wow. Down in Los Angeles, a few of the models, the European model and the global forecast system is predicting up to over 10 inches of rainfall which would really be very problematic for that area. Uh, so we're talking no like doubt. Sunday into Monday, all day Sunday. What, when are we talking about for that one, that second one? 
uh, Saturday night, most of the day on Sunday, and then into Monday morning. Man, and uh, it doesn't look good. So if if you're capable, don't drive on Sunday. I think Sunday would be a wonderful day to hunker home and remain wow. and remain where you are. I, I definitely wouldn't be driving anywhere on on Sunday, as I got a feeling a lot of the roads. Uh, could be flooded out and maybe closed to, to landslides. And whenever it rains really heavy like that, of course, you see accidents, right. automobile accidents left and right, especially sure. down in the Los Angeles area. Um, so I would definitely avoid driving on Sunday. It's probably a wonderful time to prepare for power outages. Whenever you see winds, again, towards that 55 to 60 mile per hour level, that tends to, to really break a lot of tree limbs or topple trees over. And of course, when that happens, a lot of times you'll experience power outages. So then after that, I can't believe we're we're talking atmospheric rivers again. Uh, After that big second storm, Saturday, Sunday into Monday, uh, what what do we see? A little bit of a lull? More rain? How is it looking? Well, right now it's showing a a bit of of a lull, a bit of a break in the weather. But then by Valentine's Day, another set of systems are expected to roll in through the central coast man and so it's really wise to keep an eye out uh listen to official notifications such as from the national weather service and uh and be prepared and uh you know if you go to slow county's emergency website there's a whole checklist of things that you could do to be prepared for for this upcoming storm systems and i think another thing that just came in my mind we're going to be experiencing some pretty big waves so, number one cardinal rule, if you're going down to the ocean to watch these waves, never turn your back on the ocean. And, and then another really important rule that we see this violated all the time, you know, if you're in an automobile and you see a flooded road, don't go across it, um, especially across a stream or a creek or a river, um, because chances are you'll be swept away. And that this seems to tragically happen almost every year when there's a big rain in our region. So so please, please don't try to cross, you know, a flooded creek or river or, or stream. John Lindsay, the one and only, I appreciate you so much for sorting things out. Thank you again for being up and Adam. Hey, well, thank you, Adam. And thank you for all you do for the community. And it's great to be able to listen to your show. Up and Adams, lo-fi headlines. No one does it like John Lindsay. Thank you so much, my friend. We will talk to you once again at the end of the week to get that clearer picture on that second storm. See, it sounds like it's all about that second storm. All right, Mark Critch is a comedian, actor, and writer. He is Canadian, so if you don't know the name, he is a big deal in Canada. He's one of the biggest comedians in that huge ass country. He's best known for his work on the comedy series This Hour Has 22 Minutes, initially as a writer and then as a regular cast member since 03. He does these really funny bits where he talks to actors and politicians, everywhere from like Hillary Clinton to Avril Lavigne to John Kerry, Alec Baldwin, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, among a ton more. He's won just about all their awards. His show, Son of a Critch, was adapted from his book that came out a few years ago. Season three just kicked off. The CW airs his show, Son of a Critch. Mark Critch, you know, we want to make people smile. We want to entertain. You have made a career of, you know, kind of breaching that line, even like making politicians a little uncomfortable, making people laugh, <laughs> making people smile. I think it's awesome. Oh, thanks very much. You know, it's, it's always, you know, just you get to 
have a bit of fun. Humor is a great way to knock down barriers between people and, and stuff like that. I mean, especially like, you know, interviewing a lot of people like prime ministers and stuff over the years. Again, right. the laugh once, then they become very human. And it's it is a it's a great tool to kind of get closer to people. So it's nice. Is your humor a little dark in the sense like my fiance will get a little bit like I'll make a joke about something. Maybe it's in the news. Maybe it's something I'm even dealing with in my life. And I will use humor to get through some pretty weird, tough things. And sometimes like my fiance will look at me like Adam. Well, you know what? That I we do place I grow up, grew up and and still live, Newfoundland. So it's an island kind of off the coast of Nova Scotia. And it was founded for the fishery. And so lots of shipwrecks, lots of blizzard deaths and ice flow deaths and things like these different things have happened. And settled primarily by um, people from the coast of England and people from Ireland. And so great storytellers, great talkers, but also very funny people. And it's always dark humor People think of it as dark, but it's 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 you go through so much tragedy, you had to laugh at it, or you'll lose your mind, right. you know. And and anytime it's a dark time, you know, we uh, you, I think humor is in those moments. Some people might think it's it's not the right thing to do, but the way I look at it is as a reminder that we'll get through it, and that there's light in the darkest places. And yes, this is a horrible situation, but we are going to get through this. I mean, I remember when my mom died. And uh, dad had passed and myself and my brother, um, she had passed and it wasn't good and it was very upsetting. And I just turned to Mike and said, my God, we're orphans. What are we going to do? And we both just laughed in that moment because it was, you know, we're two old guys and we're like, you know, and it's in that moment, it's a little laugh. And then you're okay. All right. Now we'll deal with all this. We're going to get through together. And and comedy is a real, uh, you need somebody else. You know, so yeah. it, it's, it's an art form or a, a tool that you need two people for, at least. And and that's a great thing to, to get you through. And, and, and I look at it as a way of saying, hey, I'm here. We're all right. Yeah. We'll be fine. Let's go deal with it. I remember when my mom passed away and everyone always says, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can do? And I just started saying, I would love like a Frappuccino from Starbucks or maybe like, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. just like, I don't know, like, if we're going to really, if you really mean it, like, if I can you're re- going to do it, you know, and, and that's the thing. It's like in those moments, humor is good because everybody's vulnerable, but anxious. Like when somebody passes, what the hell do you do? There's yeah. nothing you could do. You can show your support and, and you try, but, and sometimes a, li- a little, if you can get a little, <laughs> Out of some, even just that, mm-hmm. that, that, that might get someone through that day. It holds, you know? it holds you over. It could hold you over. Yeah. And it's a lovely thing. Yeah. You know, I read a story about your wonderful country on the air the other day that you actually, um, you have to sign a release to have a burger that is cooked medium. Have you ever heard this? Oh, that I saw that. That's just a silly thing. Is it? Okay. That's a, that's a I don't know what, that's a restaurant. It was a Hilton. It was like an airport Hilton. I think that they probably had, uh, that's a lawsuit thing. I think somebody had sued a bad lawsuit and that was just there. It's not everywhere in Canada, I can okay. tell you, because I've I've had some hamburgers talk to me. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I've had, I you know, I, I had someone from Wadley come once. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, that's just a, a weird little thing. Uh, I think that's a lawsuit. Yeah. That somebody over a bad manager. And now I would say Hilton head office is calling. What are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) I want to get into Son of a Critch in a second. I do love this story when you were younger and you you just learned that like, whoa, like I like 
that was somebody laughing at what I said. Like that, you got your first yeah. laugh. And I remember my first laugh too, but I wanted you to tell that story because it's a very sweet story of when someone who likes to make people smile, likes to make people laugh, stumble upon that for the first time in their youth. First laugh I got was in kindergarten. Uh, the nuns picked me to introduce like the, the, the pageant for the parents and stuff. And the archbishop was coming and the bishop. So it was Catholic school. So it's a big deal. And I remember to this day practicing this thing. It was archbishop, bishop, fathers, brothers, sisters, parents, pupils, welcome. But I said pupils because I, I just didn't know what the word was. So I got up there. And it was all fine and dandy. And I said archbishop, bishop, fathers, brothers, sisters, parents, pupils. And people laughed. I didn't know why because I, I didn't know what a pupil was it was a word like i was like i don't know what that means and they in those days they didn't tell you they're like memorize this what does it mean none of your damn business you know read it so anyway so i, I was poop pills and i got a laugh i said poop pills and i said it again i leaned to the microphone i said poop pills and everybody <laughs> laughed and i remember the archbishop had one of those pointy hats on and i remember seeing the silhouette of his hat wiggling and i'm like haha and this nun came out and just grabbed me and pulled me off and as i was going off I remember that feeling and they applauded and I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah, right. <laughs> and that was it. I was, you know, I, oftentimes childhood trauma will uh, have the way, uh, will lock in someone's whole life. For me, it was this childhood laugh, this adrenaline rush yeah. that made, made me like I was always chasing that afterwards. Uh, so it was a good thing rather than a bad thing. But um, it was lovely. Yeah. And, and then for me, I guess, looking back that that's why I'm like this. That's so good. <laughs> it would be that moment. I remember being at karate camp, but I might've been a little bit older than that. And it was like the last night and we sleep over at Calamigos Ranch in, in Malibu. And uh, it was nighttime. It was cold. My first time camping away from home. And we were running down, me and Justin Mills were running down just being kids. And I tripped over the line that was going into the ground for our tent and caused a huge rip right down the center of our oh. tent. Our tent was now pretty much defunct. And when somebody came by later on, and was talking about coming back. I said, well, you can come by. Our door is always open. And everyone just <laughs> cracked up. And I was like, whoa, I'm. Yes. this feels good, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it feels good everywhere. I think laughter is a release of positivity for everyone. You know? Like, when you get a big laugh from a bunch of people, that's just a whole room is just filled with happy, right? Yeah. And the, the laughter, I always think of comedy as the truest art form in a way. In that someone, you could go to a ballet and be bored out of your mind, but you're still going to go like that. And the people on stage are like, oh, they like that. And you can be playing guitar in a bar and nobody's really listening. But at the end, you get one of those and go, I nailed it. But you don't know if they like that or not, really. Mm -hmm. But comedy, if people don't laugh, which is the same thing as sneezing, it's, you can't control it, right? If they don't make this – and you're super vulnerable when you're laughing. You know, you're you're uh, and you're ugly and you're, you're, right. you're like – you, you're, you're – Making weird sounds, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. If they don't do that, you fail. There's no lying to yourself about comedy, right? It's the only art form, I think, that's like that. People can look at a painting and go, oh, I love the gentle nuances of texture and shading. What a piece of crap. But <laughs> the artist will go like, yeah, nailed it. But they, the comedy, you can't do that. Right. You can't lie to yourself. So it, it, it's a really honest form of communication. You know, Son of a Critch was uh, was a book. It was adapted yeah. for TV by CW. And some of the folks that did like The Office, Shit's Creek, I mean, they tapped you for this. And it, it's crazy because this is your life. And if, if something yeah. doesn't trip you out, but like playing your dad on a TV show that's about your life, like mind blown, right? 
it can be very weird. And like my my parents are no longer with us, and the house we grew up in was torn down like in the nineties. And so we kind of rebuilt it to the same. I kind of sketched it out and shown pictures, and they did a great job of of giving ideas bigger than the house we grew up in. But for that's TV, you need room for the crew. But a lot of the stuff in there, a lot of the furniture is from my parents' house. The pictures wow. and and the radio that's in the kitchen. I had kept the radio that used to be on the kitchen growing up because you listen to that every morning. You know this old AM radio. That's the same radio that's plugged in on the set. And I'm dressed as my father. There's a kid dressed as me in the same school uniform I used to wear. So I'm looking, it's oftentimes if I just look down and my peripheral vision, that's their dining room furniture, the real stuff yeah. over there. If I look down, it's I'm in my parents' house again. Is that a trip? Again. What is that like on your oh, psyche, your mind, your heart? That's crazy. It's wild. And the thing is, sometimes you're doing these things and you can get a little melancholy because you think about the folks and they're not there and, oh, they oh, went through Oh, this if they could see this. They, oh, if they could yeah, only see this. this goes, and you get a little melancholy. And then in the hallway, I'll hear Benjamin and Malcolm arguing about a football score or laughing. And I go, I hear that. And it's like, oh, wow. And the way I look at it, it's almost like putting another leaf in the dining room table. The family is, I'm sharing these stories with this different family and they're all bonding like a family does and they're sharing it with laughter. And it's wonderful because it's, it's, it's a different family in sort of the same place and you get to go through this again, but I'm coming very close with these wonderful people and it's great. It's so it's like, okay, no, this is life goes on and we're going on with life and we're honoring these people. And it's a, it's a very unique thing. When talking about like celebrities or like politicians who will like quote try and be funny and maybe miss the mark, would you classify that? And I can't remember her name, but the lady who you talked to with the George W. Bush doll. Yeah. She- so years ago on Twenty Two Minutes, there's this lady. She was a member of Parliament and she was uh, in the government, like you know, cabinet and all this stuff. And Carolyn Parrish was her name. And President Bush had, uh, you know, Canada had decided not to go to Iraq, and he had said some pretty mean things caught on tape about Canadians or whatever. And it was it was a pretty, you know, divisive time. And she had said, George Bush is a moron. I hate those bastards, is what she had said. It was caught on a microphone, and she was mad about something that he had said. And it was just heated talk, never meant to be. And, but it became a big thing, right? A member of the prime minister's government at the time had said, and she meant, I guess, the people around that administration, not Americans, you know. But then it was immediately, she said, Americans are all this and all that. And so I went and there was a George Bush talking doll that I had in my office. He'd pull the string and he'd say, mission accomplished or a couple of things. <laughs> mission accomplished, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> and I had him. So I thought I'm going to bring her and, and t- interview her about it. And then I want to bring up this silly doll and go like, what would you say to him if he was here? And I pulled the <laughs> string or whatever. And just to see, and I thought she'd apologize. And she did in the, in, in the interview, she apologized later on. We're doing B roll, like just for like, you know, and she takes it all, she drops it, and she steps on it, trying to be funny. I was never going to use that. But it was fed up the satellite uh, because we were wherever we were with her, went to uh, Toronto in the main network place, and that was going to be beamed to Halifax, Nova Scotia, where we make that show. While it was in the process, it came up on a monitor as it was being fed by satellite, and people in news saw her do that. They stopped it. They put it on the news. I go, I was on a plane going back home. I land, I show up at our studio and go, they go, how'd the interview go? I was like, great. She was a lot of fun. She goes, what did you do? Oh no. I don't know what you're talking about. And the guy turned around. He didn't even look. He turned the knob on the TV, just turned the TV on. And there was like a news panel and go, Carolyn Paris stepped on an effigy of the oh, president. Oh my god! Stomping gosh. on his head. 
and we're slowing down the tape. She does step on it. <laughs> what does this mean for relations? And I said, oh, my God. You got the whiteboard. They're drawing over the foot. Yeah, and they said the whole thing. <laughs> the, uh, the embassy, the American embassy had commented on it. Stop. And, stuff. and I was like, what have I done? And then the guy goes, John Newman was his name. And news anchors, oh, I'm just getting word here now. We have another clip um, of her poking a pen into him as if he was a voodoo doll. Oh, God. And she had taken it and she had taken a pen and she said, like, she was just trying to be funny. Right, with the doll sure, sure. The camera. She just messed around, never did it. And, and I said, if it was a voodoo doll, what, where would you go? And she goes, in the head where to do the worst damage. And she poked ahead. Now, I would never have used this. Right. But that was on the news now. And now it became, it was front page. The next day, the front page of the paper was her stepping on a doll. You must have felt horrible. It's not your fault. It wasn't your fault, but you must have felt horrible. Prime Minister kicked her out, and she lost her job. And then I, uh, I called her, tried to call her, but I couldn't get through. But we talked afterwards. I said, "Look," and she totally understands. We're friendly today, and uh, she's a lovely lady. And she, uh, um, she's on the council of the town she lives in. Very happy grandmother, and her kids play with that doll. I gave, I sent her the doll. I gave it to her, and so said, good. "Like, uh, I'm so sorry." But we, uh, <laughs> but but that's the thing in those moments. But I would never normally I wouldn't have done that because I know what to do. And that doesn't help anyone. That can't help you. And I all of a sudden I was new on the show. And that's when I made my mark. Everybody knew me as like, oh, he's dangerous. Look what he can do. It's like, oh, no, no, that's wow. not me at all. Like I, I I would never do that. Yeah, being a so, gotcha type person doesn't help you. You're never gonna get more interviews if you're a gotcha type person. But this was not your fault in the way it happened. I mean, shoot, and I thought that was nice that she was sweet in the end. The fact that you guys are still, you know, amiable today. I think that's a good all's well that ends well. She's lovely. And I've made lots of mistakes like that in my career. Things go sideways or whatever. Oh yeah. And these things happen. And it's always the conversation you have afterwards. Like, you know, um, Reaching out in something like that, it's ignoring something or running away from or going, oh, I hope I never see her again. Yeah. That's one thing. Naturally, that's what I would do. But kind of forcing yourself to actually reach out and say, hey, can we talk about this bad thing that happened? That's probably been the best thing in life. It's hard to do. But it's the right thing to do, and and it putting closure on things is important. Thank you so much, Mark Critch. This was so much fun to do to meet you, oh, to, and especially so to have wonderful. so much time with you. This was really special. Oh, I love talking to you. You're a really great interviewer, and you really immediately put uh, me on ease. And and I'm so glad I get to see you because everybody else has been like you don't know, but conversations, man. It's all about. Uh, yeah. Listening. Yeah, you're great. You're really great. I'm gonna start listening to you. This is oh, fantastic. that really means a lot. Do you do you are you active on Instagram? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna follow you. I'm sure your I'm sure your feed is crazy, but I'm Adam on the air. Oh, Mark Critch, I already I already looked you up. I like to look everybody up. Oh my gosh, look I at that. Mark Critch has got my Instagram on his oh, phone. I followed you. Mark yeah. Critch has got I just, I you followed. It's crazy. I looked you up beforehand because I like to go like Okay, get an idea of the person That's before. Smart. That's smart. You know, uh, go like, oh, okay, seems like a great guy. Okay, cool. He's into this. All right, cool. Seriously fun chat. CW, check out Son of a Critch. Mark Critch is up and at him. Cheers. watching some of his stuff he's a funny guy just a really you know canadian people they're so nice and what a cool dude that was a really really fun interview and it's fun now to to be a new fan of uh, mark critch pretty cool check out the show son of a critch on the cw all right there you go rain in the forecast 
Lots of it today, tomorrow. A little bit of a lull, then it is back for the weekend in even a bigger way. What was John Lindsay saying? Like 10 inches in LA? We're about to get five inches maybe here. So do all the things you need to do. Stay safe. Don't drive like an idiot. I know you and I can drive in the rain. Everyone else, though, everyone else needs a lot of help. Thanks for making this podcast the first podcast of your day. And thank you for rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the show. Really means a lot. Thanks to Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective, for original music on the show called Start Again. And thanks to Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration. As well as our friends at General Store Paso for being up and at them. Offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, and all the best for your pantry and your home. Helping people connect with dozens of local makers is what they're about. Celebrating 10 years on the park downtown Paso. Open daily 11 to 6 and 10 to 6 on weekends. Check them out on Insta at General Store Paso. And please look in the show notes of this show as they are doing the Spread the Warmth Drive with Echo, a fantastic organization that helps uh, needy homeless folks. Echo has got their Spread the Warmth Drive and General Store is a drop-off for new sheets and blankets, twin size. Again, all the 411 you need in the show notes. All right, stay dry, stay safe. We're back tomorrow. I'm Adam Montiel. I wanna say happy birthday, Opa. I love you, Dad, and thank you for being up and at him. Start again. Let's start again.